Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hello, Craig. It's good to see you. How are you? Today I'm talking with Angie Flynn McKeever, and we've done, uh, you've been on a full episode of Movers Mindset and lived to tell the tale. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and you've recently been sort of like uh, AFK, away from keyboard a little bit, working on your book. Congratulations on that. I, Thank you. I, I can't, I can say it won't be out by the time this is published because it's not coming out in the next five minutes. <laughs> I wish, I wish it were, but I know it's, I know it's eminent. You've done the work, you've recorded the audio. So congrats on that. Um, we do, as I say many times, a little bit of a little pre-conversation chat here to get warmed up. And you had mentioned, I'm like jotted down someday in quotes, I suppose your word choice when I asked about what are you thinking about when you talk about podcasting? And you said, at some point, I'd like to talk about what I want to do with maybe my podcast someday about trying to strip it down to what I'm calling this thing is minimum viable podcast. And I'm just wondering, I want to like push back a little bit against why someday, why not RFN right now? Uh, well, one thing that you and I've talked about in the past is I, I've, I have started and abandoned uh, a couple of different podcasts. And I think the thing that is appealing to me about the, like, what's the stripped down version? What's the RFN version is uh, I, I can get hamstrung by the, oh, but it has to be this and it has to be that. And what if I don't have the perfect art mm. for the podcast, you know, it's that thing that I think um, gets me hung up on not doing it at all. And so I really like this idea of what if it was uh, insights into my coaching business, like think, you know, I have a blog, as you know, that comes mm -hmm. out a few times a week. So it could be the podcast version of that. It could be short conversations with other people like you do. It could be uh, the thing that I'm, I'm really interested in is this juicy, meaty, conversational, uh, how do we explore difficult conversations together? How do we talk about difficult topics? Um, there are a couple of podcasts that are doing this right now. This, this like, how do we have conversations when mm -hmm. we are not in the same, when we don't believe the same thing, um, when we have big disagreements, when we have small disagreements. I think discourse has really gotten, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is this is my alert to say this is, I'm about to say a thing that is not going to surprise anybody that you've all heard before, which is, <laughs> Discourse has really gotten hijacked by the the hot you know the hot take the quick take the you know the short headline version of um, of an idea, and I think we lose a lot when we don't have actual spoken conversations in real time with other humans to figure out to figure out what we think to figure out what the common ground is to figure out where there's not common ground. I think that is um, something that is incredibly important and something that I'm really interested in exploring. Was that would, any kind of answer? <laughs> <laughs> Those were words into sentences. Yes. Uh, I, first of all, I would agree. Yes. That's, I think that's where the interesting, uh, the interesting stuff lies in the interaction between, you know, multiple people, multiple minds. Um, and yes, I can be interested and distracted by mic tech and, you know, a million details and, you know, is my hair on straight today or whatever. And, but when I really think about it, yes, it's the meaty parts of the conversations, as you said. And I'm so I'm just thinking, um, there's so many things that you could create, but why don't you record one of those meaty conversations 
you know, it's two something, what is it? Two o'clock, two ten. Why don't you record one of those at three o'clock with someone and then push publish? Like, you know, it doesn't count if you don't publish it. Right. I, I don't have a good answer for that. I, uh, I, I should, that is what I should do. I want, I'm not going to do that today. I'll just tell you that right now. I'm not going to do that today at three o'clock, but, um, but I love the idea of like, just do, just do the thing. Stop talking about doing the thing. Stop making lists about doing the thing. Stop taking courses about doing the thing and do, <laughs> and do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do often say, just do the thing. Like what would happen if I just did, you know, well, I've, I've done 200 conversations. What would happen if I just did 500? What happened if I did a thousand? What would happen to me if I did 10,000 conversations? I'd be like, mm. well, based on some of the ones I've had already today, this is not the first one of these today. I'm like, I'd be a pretty different person if I had a thousand conversations mm. like these three today. Um, so I think for me, the way that I um, sort of like jumped the hurdle was to forget about trying to accomplish something with it, like something external. Like uh, I never want to, like I've never thought oh, I'm going to leave a legacy. Of, no, no. But I'm not going to try and change the world. I'm going to try and be the change that I'd like to see mm. in the world. I think that's Mandela's said that, or was it Desmond Tutu? Somebody said, um, you know, yeah. be the change that you want to see. And I thought, well, okay, I can make myself a better person by having uh, interesting to me, follow my curiosity type conversations with people. So that's sort of how that was the, the railroad locomotive that I lashed all the pieces to. And then I went, oh, well, okay, I have this problem of like cover art is a pain in the butt. So I, I whipped out, you know, my crappy thing and I made a big red P and then I made a drop shadow gray and I went save 3000 pixels square, upload to Simplecast. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, I'm done. And you know what? Not a single person has said, dude, your logo is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all pressing play. They're not listening to that. So right, I right. just kept looking at everything and went, you know, why can't I press publish immediately after recording? And of course the first answer is, well, I got to download the files. Okay. So I download the files and, and well, you need to run it through Hindenburg and at least balance the levels, Craig. And I went, how do you do that? I had to look up the main, oh, there's a hot key for that. Okay. That takes two seconds. And I just kept like, what is between, you know, record and publish um, one problem that I think most people might have out of the gate is who are you going to talk to, mm -hmm. um, uh, to be completely obnoxious. I don't have that problem. I have, there is a list of 60 people who are on the queue to get, and I'm just like hounding people. I had to slow down. I was hounding them too quickly <laughs> and then Calendly filled up as a limit. And I was like, Oh, this is an embarrassment of riches. I have to <laughs> like at the pace, the outreach. Cause everybody just says what you said, which is yes, please. How do I, when, you know, um, which actually, uh, I don't know if I want to like, do you have things you want to say in response to that before I ask a different question? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I have it's many the, thoughts, but I want to hear what you're going to ask. It's the Craig talks to Craig show. I was going to go a different direction, which is I am discovering that the outreach part of what I'm doing is this magnificent gift to people. And I, mm. I mean, on one hand I have the imposter syndrome. I'm like, am I, am I, am I nagging people? Like the third time I message Angie and say, you know, do you want to be in a thing? And, I feel like I'm nagging people, but no, actually that's not what's going on. The third time that I message someone, I, I like switch mediums. I'm like a two over here. And then I go to forward link and somebody goes, oh my goodness, thank you for following up. I missed the first, like across the board, people are mm -hmm. so happy. Um, and and I, I, when that became blaringly, glaringly obvious, I went, oh, it's almost as if if my intention for doing the outreach <laughs> is to be generous, that they that comes through, and I'm, I'm saying that because like Angie mm. often talks about intention, I'm like, hey, look at that. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if you've ever thought about, 
you know, how inviting someone to such a conversation, as you were just the conversation you were describing before, if you ever thought about how inviting someone to that kind of conversation is a gift. I haven't, but I love that. And I, the thing that I was, that I was thinking about was that so much of what I do in terms of talking about my work is, um, is not a conversation, ironically, is not a conversation. It's a blog post that goes out and, you know, it's funny, a lot of what I write, I don't get, you know, I get maybe some stuff on LinkedIn if I post it on LinkedIn, but most of the people who get my blog posts don't email me back. They have other things to do with their lives. It's fine. I don't take it personally, but every now and then one will hit and I'll get, you know, a ton of emails back. It's just something happens that day, but you know, and the book is the same way. So a book is a, is a, is a, is a one way communication. It's me writing down a bunch of words and sending it out into the world where hopefully people will read it. But what I really like about what you're saying is there's a way to say, here's what I'm interested in exploring. Here's a conversation I'm interested in having. Um, I'd love to have it with you. Will you join me for a 20 minute conversation on this podcast? Uh, and I, I'm not, uh, that I don't find that to be a scary idea to, um, to invite people to that. I think the thing that becomes a hurdle for me is just like you, I have a lot of irons in the fire. If I'm going <laughs> to do a thing, I want to make sure I can be yeah. consistent with it, that this thing is going to come out every week or it's going to come out every two weeks or it's going to come out every three days or whatever, that there's some kind of cadence that I can commit to. Yeah. See, there's nothing I want to push back on. There's no cadence to this show. So uh, the cadence is, hey, great talk, Angie. And they publish, like they come out, like there are weird days where like six of them come out because I did six in one day. And then there's nothing for three days. And I, huh. I I, had the same the same thing. So Mover's Mindset, it takes a lot of effort to put them together. And then it's like, well, we haven't done one in five weeks and I feel like I'm not doing it. So I'm like, I can't start another show. I can't even do the one I have now. And I, and I realized that schedule was a thing. And I went, no, wait, I started out by saying, what do I have to do to have a cool conversation with Angie? I need to press record and I have to press publish. I don't do anything else. It doesn't have to be on Tuesday. It has to fit in Angie's schedule. That actually is tricky to get people like, so I do everything I can to make myself available on like strange, you know, moving blocks of time. Um, but I, I'm finding nobody has said to me, I want an episode every day or, well, I'm going way faster than one every other week, but nobody has said, you got to be on a certain cadence. And I'm, I'm thinking that that cadence doesn't actually matter. I think I know for myself for a fact, maybe I think other people too, we've sort of, we're hiding in that, like, mm. Mm, you know, I can't commit to, you know, this is Craig's actually said this to himself. I can't commit to like every month because I'm going to go camping every once in a while and it's going to fall into the, and, and this show, this specific show here, I just went, you know what I'm going to do? Nobody can schedule more than seven days out. And, and I can, if like I'm getting swamped, so I'm six days out, like I just eliminate a day. And then I look at my schedule in advance and I go, for example, I'm going away this weekend. So there are no schedule opportunities. Like nine days ago, I like blocked out Wednesday, Thursday's out, Monday's out, no more window until Wednesday. And I'm just like, uh, I, it's working for me and nobody seems to care. So I'm not, I'm not trying to browbeat you into launching a show. I'm just saying, <laughs> I <you> too, sure? <laughs> <laughs> the world might be a better place if you could did it, but I too <laughs> found that trying to commit to a schedule is daunting. Like, you know, like this show's 20 some episodes in, when does it end? I don't know. I don't care. Like it ends when I don't do the next one. Like, what if I just did a bunch of them and, and had fun? I, I love know. this. You know, I was thinking as you were talking about um, one of my favorite podcasts is 
uh, one that, that, without getting into the details of it, is is uh, is produced by the athletic department of the university team that I follow. And so I was thinking, well, that's an outlier because they they have to, you know, they they have a, a cadence that goes with the teams. But you know what? Over the summer, they just do it whenever they feel like it because they have stuff to do. And I was like, you know, I think you're How on to something How excited are you here. when they when they drop that episode? I'm you're just like, so excited! Look what I, I found. Know. Yeah. I exactly. I I really I think there's a lot to that, and I think the um, one of the other things I really love about your process is that having the having the calendar, having people being able to book, means you're going to show up to do the thing. So as oh, long yeah. as as your system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as long as your system is set up so that you've, you've issued the invitations, you've said, hey, I would love uh, X, Y, and Z people to be part of this. And you said you've got 60 people already kind of lined up to to do this. Then it's going to, that part of it is going to, at least for somebody like me and for somebody like you, the accountability part, that's going to take yeah. care of itself. You're not going to not show up. You're going to do that. So I, I really, um, I really like that. I think I'm going to get the book out first, if that's okay with you. I'm going to do that. Okay, fine. Which, which reminds me, name of the book? The name of the book is Before You Say Anything, How to Have Better Conversations, Love Public Speaking, and Finally Know What to Do with Your Hands. Awesome. I'm making jazz hands. I know what to do with hands. <laughs> that's right. That's what um, you're supposed to do with your hands. <laughs> Spoiler. And we, you, we did blog, but you didn't say the name of your website or your company. You skipped over all that. I did. My company this is Ignite CSP. That's right. No, I do. Ignite, Ignite CSP Coaching, Speaking, Presenting, and it's ignitecsp.com. And uh, yeah, so that's where the blog is found. That's where all things uh, Ignite CSP and Before You Say Anything are found at the moment. Mm, terrific. I, I have uh, my blog. I always say it's like, yeah, it's the it's the homepage for Craig. Like you just start here and it's basically like links to everything. So at least you can go there. Just try to. Yes. For me, it's yeah. kind of like keep it all in one place so people can find it if anybody cares. That's right. Um, okay. So we did, we started out by talking about someday and I do, t I take some little scratchy notes here as I'm trying to figure out what the title for the show is, because if the show has to be published in five minutes, it means I have to figure out the title too. Yes. Um, and you mentioned, um, serial, like doing things, you know, repeatedly creating projects. And I had, <clears throat> um, I'm going to say a friend who was a guest on the movers mindset podcast. He was, uh, there's like sometimes you record them out of order, right? So I think he was the second and fourth interview and became the third episode. Like the, the second one was a complete disaster. We decided to throw it out. Um, and then at like episode 90 something, he came back on the show with his wife, who's an accomplished like road toured with Dylan, like famous, you know, guitar player. Um, but the gentleman's name is Thomas Droge and he's like an accomplished um, Tai Chi and Qigong teacher. Like I didn't know this when I met the guy, he brought his kids to like a martial arts class and then I knew him through parkour from jumping on stuff. And then one day I'm like, well, you know, you're like really good. <laughs> so we start talking. <laughs> so he's our generation. So he was talking yeah, there. I might come to a point. He was talking <laughs> about, he wanted to write a book and he said, I have these ideas in my head and in his mind, once he gets it, you know, he'd like, I'm making a gesture. I'm looking up and I'm thinking. <laughs> yes. And then he has it figured out. You know, like, okay, I, I know what I want to do. He said, in his mind, it's done. 
I, I don't need to add, right? Right? Like the hard part, the interesting part is to figure it out. Like what, and then he explains what his book is going to be, but what would the thing be? So we're talking about making a podcast. So like you're, you do the moment where you're sipping your favorite beverage and you're like, it would be like this. And then I talk about that and oh, this would be the first guest. And like, if, yeah. And he said, fortunately, I'm married to a woman who like, her name is Brenda. He, he's like, you know, Brenda will walk up to me and be like, you, uh, you write that first chapter yet? You know, like, so what I'm getting at is there's, you, you may, everybody out there, you may need someone else to balance the creativity. You might need somebody, you might need your own version of a Craig to be like, dude, just press record and then I'll upload it for you. You know, like you, you may need to look for the thing that you're hung up on and it might not be as easy as I'm saying, just schedule it through Calendly or just, just skip the cover art or whatever. Um, you may actually need to go, there's this thing I'm hung up on and I actually need somebody else. You mentioned, I think in the pre-conversation, you mentioned hiring a producer to, to, I was going to say help, but probably more like show you how, guide you through making the audiobook. Mm-hmm. And that's clearly a case of like, you wanted to do it. You clearly had the skills to do it. You have the theater background, like, yes, but uh, I need some, I need help. Um, so I think there's a lot to be said for knowing when to punt and ask for help on things. I don't know. This, that's not a question. I could, I could put a question mark on, <laughs> I could put a question mark on the end of it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, well, I, <clears throat> there are a couple of things in there that I feel like I can pick up on. And one is, um, yes, absolutely. I think part of my, part of the thing about my theater background is um, I am, I am almost at this point cellularly designed to do things in teams. Theater is a, is a collaborative art. Right. And you, you, you really can't do it by yourself. You have to have other people. Um, so, and one of the things I really love about the way theater works is that everybody brings this incredible skill set. You know, you've got a lighting designer and a sound designer and a costume designer and a props designer. And sometimes you've got a fight choreographer and you've got all these actors who are doing special things. You've got a stage manager and you've got a front of house staff and you've got all these people um, who are bringing their piece of the pie, right? To make the whole thing be a pie, I guess. Um <laughs> <laughs> and and I love that. And it is a thing that really makes me excited when all of the pieces start to come together. So part of the thing that I try to do in most of my creative endeavors is, you know, where is the where's the part where I can uh, I can relax a little bit and go, ah, this person's gonna bring their genius into this, into this process. This person is gonna bring their ideas, this person is gonna because there is a, um, for me, there's almost a safety net of other people's artistry, other people's creativity, other people's experience and expertise that is not mine. And, and I know that really clearly that there are, gosh, many, many, many things that are not my, not my strength. So to your point, finding somebody who is that Craig voice, that's like, okay, now it's time to produce now it's time to press record now it's time to um yeah who's the first guest right (laughs) yeah stop yeah stop sitting on your hands and just do the thing um and to allow it to be uh iterative and in process the way like a rehearsal is that it doesn't have to be maybe opening night maybe it's maybe we find our way to that yeah Yeah, i think that's a good to belabor my theater metaphor (laughs) no i (laughs) 
I love I love metaphors. What's a metaphor? Get it? Meta. Um, I love when people start using metaphors, and I'm I'm always like one part of me is thinking, let's see how far you can carry the metaphor before it like completely falls apart. Um, yeah, keep your eye on me. I'll, I sometimes yeah. it just it but metaphor. Falls apart. You know, metaphor is really just storytelling, right? You're just you. One is using. Um, my brain went off on a tangent because you you mentioned soup as a metaphor, and that was another thing that Thomas and I talked about very early on in my podcasting journey. And he was talking about how all these people come together. We were talking about parkour as a physical activity. These people physically come together. We're all like in a circle doing push-ups and we're sweating, but we're all bringing something and we're making soup. And you, he was <laughs> so you said soup, and I'm like, there's that metaphor again. Five years later, and I, I think people's innate urge to tell stories is uh, it's well it's innate like you're you're not going to get around that and when you uh, if you've ever had the opportunity to see people having a really good conversation uh without distracting them like sometimes if you come in the room it wrecks it but if you see them having a good conversation they're like animated storytelling going on there bad grammar and and they're they're like oh and then i did this and i think like, oh my god i did that to me too like and that reminds me of this and they're they're sharing they're sharing experiences um as like the the conveyor belt that's moving the ideas between them so they're not you know, and then A implies B, which then, you know, I mean, like I'm a big fan of reason and rationality, but there's a place for that. And it's not, I think, in a good conversation, um, not going to be the driver for a good conversation, but right no, yeah. now I'm rambling. No, 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 not at all. Um, so cool. Uh, anything else that springs to mind related to, you know, what the name of your new podcast is going to be or when you're going <laughs> to. I don't know. Maybe I should, I'm maybe brutal. I should name it after the book. Uh, that's a pretty obvious thing to do with, yeah, we just figure out maybe how to, well, I won't put ideas in your head, but yes, um, that would be interesting. I, I, I think I've just said, I need other people to put ideas in my head, so they are, they are more than welcome. I love that idea. Yeah. But I, I think it's always better to like, well, what's in the well before I throw my two cents in the well. Yeah. That, that isn't even a metaphor. That, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> metaphor. I think that's all right. It's a wishing well that you've thrown two cents I just smashed the the well as an idea, as a font of information with the wishing well where you would throw two cents. What? That doesn't make any sense. All right, great. We'll end on complete and utter chaos. I love it. I love it. Chaos disorder. Our work here is done. Yes. Uh, Angie, it's always a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. I appreciate it.